630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Well, unlike most evenings, I will not be starting the show with an NHL scoreboard, No, nor will I for the foreseeable future. The NHL has paused the 2019-20 season in light of COVID-19, the coronavirus. They say paused. They are hoping to resume it. Part of their statement today, our goal is to resume play as soon as it is appropriate and prudent so that we will be able to complete the season and award the Stanley Cup. We do not know when that will happen. Quite frankly, we do not know if that will happen. We don't know if that's going to be possible for there to be a Stanley Cup playoffs this year. I do not think there will be any further regular season games. The regular season was supposed to go until April 4th. It's hard to foresee uh, the NHL resuming before then and them trying to fit in some games or, or pick a number 76 or 78 and get teams to that game. If there is a postseason, the Edmonton Oilers would be in as the second place team in the Pacific Division. They would play the Vancouver Canucks in the playoffs if if there is a postseason. A lot of speculation that if the NHL does try to have a playoffs, they would allow four teams to play down for two wildcard spots. So the top three in each division based on points percentage would get in. And then the next four best teams in each conference based on points percentage, not just raw point totals, because not all teams have played an equal number of games, would play off in the uh, Western Conference. That would be Minnesota and Nashville, Winnipeg against Calgary in some sort of a mini series, either a one-game playdown, a two-game total goal, a best of three in the East, Florida and Carolina, Columbus against the New York Islanders. These are all what-ifs. All we know for now is that the NHL has paused his season, uh, paused its season, and the NHL is not alone. The American Hockey League, the Canadian Hockey League, which includes the WHL and your Edmonton Oil Kings, has paused the season. The NBA, using the word suspended for its season. The NCAA has canceled all of its tournaments that were upcoming, including one of the biggest juggernaut tournaments in all of North American sports, The NCAA men's basketball tournament canceled. The women's basketball tournament canceled. Hockey's Frozen Four. A lot of Canadian kids playing in that canceled. Major League Baseball spring training has been canceled. The regular season will be delayed by at least two weeks. Uh, The XFL has suspended its season. The head coach of Arsenal, one of the most famous football teams in England, Mikhail Arteta, has COVID-19. The curling Women's World Championships in Prince George have been cancelled. The Canadian Mixed Doubles, the Senior Canadian Championships, the Wheelchair Canadian Curling Championships, all cancelled as well. So, massive impact on the sporting world. Uh, You know, U Sports is going on with its tournaments. The AJHL continues, some uh, Canadian college continues, not as as large crowds, obviously, for those events. Uh, for youth sports, it's it's the end of the season. The, the men's hockey is this weekend. The women's hockey is this weekend. The Pandas are going to play tomorrow against Prince Edward Island in Charlottetown. But basically, uh, large, large sections of the sports world shutting down and waiting to see what happens with COVID-19, the coronavirus. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins. It's Inside Sports on Oilers and Eskimos Radio, 630. Chad, you could reach out by calling or texting 780-496-0063. Another 
A very sad note today from the world of sports. Ken King has passed away at the age of 68. Current vice chair of Calgary Sports and Entertainment, heavily involved in the Flames organization and uh, their current negotiations to get a new arena in Calgary. So certainly uh, our condolences to everyone affected by the passing of Ken King, uh, great Calgarian over the years and did a very good job representing uh, their sports scene. Dave Tippett, after last night's game on the threat of COVID-19. It is different. Like, there's... there's Your feelings are... are uh, a little bit of bewilderment. You know, like, you're, you're... You understand that this is a world health crisis, but, you know, we've never gone through anything like this and nothing that has affected the game like this. Um, you understand when you're going through you know, lockouts and things like that, that the, the game is, you know, there's a business part of the game, but this is a health part of the game. This is a life part of the game. And uh, it affects everybody, not just the hockey or not just sports. So uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a turbulent time in the world and we'll just have to deal with it as it comes. All right, that is Dave Tippett after the Oilers' loss last night to the uh, Winnipeg Jets. And, of course, since then, the uh, NHL season has been put on pause uh, in a statement today put out by the Edmonton Oilers, players nor coaches were, were made available for comment today, but Connor McDavid saying in a statement, public health and safety are a priority at a time like this. As players, we support the NHL and NHLPA's decision to suspend the season for the safety of the teams and their fans. We look forward to the day we can get back to playing the game we love in front of full arenas. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll get some uh, perspective from our Inside the Game analyst, Rob Brown, who... Talks to you every game day on 6.30 Chet on the Oilers Radio Network. At 6.30 tonight, Jason Kindrachuk will join us. He's a Canada Research Chair for Emerging Viruses at the University of Manitoba. I want to get his perspective on what he thinks of how the sports world is reacting to this virus. Is it enough? Has it happened quickly enough? Is it realistic to think leagues like the NHL and the NBA are going to be playing again? this spring or maybe into the summer or are we going to have to wait for the fall for them to return all coming up inside sports on 630 chat Appreciate you tuning in tonight. So, uh, you know, I mentioned a lot of leagues going on pause here. NHL, Western Hockey League, and all the major junior leagues. Uh, the American Hockey League, where the Oilers farm team, the Bakersfield Condors play, uh, are all stopping their seasons. We'll see if and when they are uh, able to resume. It's, it's, uh, it's a situation where you, you have a lot of questions. You don't necessarily have a lot of answers, but... We got to roll with it, and we got to be as safe as possible. And right now, large gatherings are uh, are out of the question. In the province of Alberta, organizers of any events that have more than two hundred and fifty attendees are asking are being asked to cancel those events, such as large sporting events, conferences, community events. This does not include places of worship, grocery stores, airports, or shopping centers. Um, any event that has more than 50 attendees and expects to have international participants or involves infrastructure staff, seniors, or other high-risk populations should also be cancelled. Schools and daycares will remain open 
at this time, but uh, the province asking steps be taken to ensure that no more than 250 individuals are in the same room at any given time. So uh, just a summary of where we're at. More on 630ched.com, globalnews.ca. For a reaction to the Oilers being placed on pause, our Inside the Game analyst, Rob Brown. Rob, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, Bored. I don't have my usual National Hockey League agenda with my schedule, the games to watch, things to talk about. It's a little bit different right now. It's really different. A lot has happened in the last 24 hours or so, starting with the NBA suspending the season. And you and I kind of thought we were headed this way with the NHL. The NHL using the word paused. So if it's paused, you can, you're hoping to press play and get it going again like we used to on our old VCRs. We'll see. But hmm. uh, they're hoping to, to get it going again. We don't know what, in what form that would be, but it seems like that's what they're hoping. Well, they want to, obviously, and we, we've talked a lot over the last few days amongst ourselves and talked to a lot of people in, in the NHL business. The NHL needs the gate more than any other pro sport in North America. The gate uh, means so much to their bottom line. They need to get the playoffs, and they need, uh, if possible, to get the rest of the regular season. But they did the right thing. They did the prudent thing. Uh, this is more than a... Uh, a sport issue, a hockey issue. This is a, a life issue. This is uh, the the health of of you know hundreds of millions of people in North America. So they did the right the right move by pausing the, the season. Uh, we're all hopeful, but this isn't something that will be based on you know the the NHL won't be saying, right, okay, we're going to set this date to come back. This will be based on how the North America reacts to this virus. Are they able to contain it? Are they able to slow it down? Is is having all of these sporting events canceled, not having people together for sporting events, music events, festivals, all of that, is that making a difference? All that's going to be taken into consideration. I I truly hope that there will be hockey again this season, but I would my my guess is it's probably not going to happen. I think that what we're seeing through China and Italy and the rest of the world it's on its way over to North America, and this isn't a short-term type of virus. This is something that lasts for a few months. And it's it's an interesting time for the players, Rob. You were one. You, you never went through anything like this, but I'll, I'll ask you maybe to speculate a little bit. So if you're an Edmonton Oiler, Calgary Flame, whoever, I mean, don't don't travel. This isn't like the bye week where you can go to Cabo for four days or Hawaii or, or whatever. Uh, and, and, you know, there's not going to be practicing. I mean, would you get up and try to work out? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's This is this is unknown territory for, for NHL players, too. It is. The only thing that I went to that was... I mean, vaguely similar. As I went through, I don't, I can't remember if it was a strike or a lockout at the end of one season, right before the playoffs, and we didn't know if it was going to start again. Uh, but we all stayed around the city. We all continued to work out. Uh, we had informal skates, and we all hoped. Now this is completely different because, I mean, this is you know <laughs> all sports, and this isn't just based on hockey. But I would imagine all players will be working out. They'll be staying in shape. The thing is about traveling right now, I mean, you and I right now, well, for me, I, we don't have other games. Uh, my kid's spring break's coming up. Normally, I can never go anywhere on spring break because the Oilers always play through it. I've got free time, but where can you go? And you don't want to travel. You don't want to go through 
through airports into the United States. Uh, you don't want to all of a sudden get sick and you're out of the country not getting the, the health care that we have here in Canada. So I would imagine players will be sticking around home, spending a lot of time with their families. I, I, I would think there's a possibility that they would get together for informal skates for a while and just kind of read the way things are going. Everything seems to be changing hour to hour and day to day. And they'll just keep track of what's going on in the world. And I mean, it's pretty easy to see if if everything, if the pandemic starts to slow down, there's a chance it's going to be hockey again. If it starts to ramp up and it starts to uh, get even uglier, which is what it looks like may happen, well, then maybe at that point you think, okay, I, I, we don't need the skates anymore because the season might be lost. But I think right now you will see players continuing to work out, continuing to stay in shape, uh, probably getting together. Uh, and would not shock me at all is if they find ice time sometime in the next little while and start skating uh, just to stay in shape because when they do come back, if they do come back, I imagine it will be for playoffs. So everyone wants to certainly be uh, in some sort of game shape if playoffs do start. Rob Brown joining us tonight on Inside Sports. It's a, it's a, it's such an odd situation, and, and you and I know how lucky we are to do the jobs we do. I mean, you tell me all the time how, how blessed you you feel to have played pro hockey for a significant part of your your adult life, uh, and, and we know that it's often a distraction. Having said that, it seems to me that all these sports leagues postponing or canceling has has been a trigger for a lot of people. I'm not saying everyone, but for a lot of people to realize, oh, this is pretty serious. If, if sports is shutting down or taking a hi- hiatus, something is, is, is going on here. Well, I, I think that's certainly the case. Uh, I mean, this uh, coronavirus has been, you know, pretty deadly and, and pretty scary for quite a while now. For months. I mean, I think, was it November, December, it was in China, and Italy has been on complete lockdown the entire country for a while now. But in all honesty, our way of life here in, in Alberta and Edmonton hasn't changed much. I mean, everything seemed to have been, up until two days ago, the status quo. You know, you wash your hands a little bit more, cough into your sleeve, but nothing had really affected our day-to-day lives. Then you wake up one morning and you've canceled our Oilers. What do you mean you've canceled our Oilers? We're having a good season. And I think that was kind of, uh, uh, yeah, as you said, it a wake-up call to, to, the, to, to Alberta and to, to Canadians that uh, this is a dangerous thing that's going on in the world. This is a scary virus. Uh, it hasn't hit here yet, but we've got to make sure that we're precautionary and we do everything properly to try and slow this pandemic down because we do not want to be where china where italy where iran where a number of those other countries have have really struggled and i think that all of the sporting leagues in north america have done the right thing i saw today the ncaa not only is not having basketball with fans they're not having basketball at all i think that's the right the right move by them as well yeah this is serious this is, this is much bigger than a Stanley Cup run for the Edmonton Oilers. This is the, the health and welfare of a lot of people in North America. And I think today it actually sunk in. I know that you and I doing the game last night, when we're, we're watching the game, it was a normal day. We're watching the game, and all of a sudden we get the tweet came out that the basketball game uh, with Utah was canceled at tip-off. And then right after that it said that a player was sick, NBA season was now canceled 
at that point to me it became a surreal night it was something i'd never experienced before when it involved hockey because when we're at the rink it's all hockey that's all we have to worry about it's all we ever talk about but for the rest of that game you knew there was something hanging over the game a cancellation of a season and at a at a point halfway through the third period you we were thinking you know this is probably the last period we're going to see in a while and possibly the year so yeah the the canceling of the nhl season i think was a reminder to everybody that life isn't in a hockey rink life is outside of the hockey rink and we have to take care of it well said rob Thanks for chiming in tonight. Uh, we're still going to be talking to each other, obviously, even though the season's paused for the for the time being. Thanks so much for coming on. My pleasure, Reed. Take care. That is Rob Brown. Always good to catch up with him. Inside Sports on 630, Chad. After the 630 news, we will talk to Jason Kindrachuk. He's a Canada Research Chair on Emerging Viruses from the University of Manitoba. What does he think of the sports world's reaction to COVID-19? McDavid will be back on the ice. The NHL has pushed pause on its season and says it is hopeful that they can reward the Stanley Cup. I think they would like to do that before the end of June. We'll see. A lot of sports have been cancelled or are in a holding pattern. Reed Wilkins with you inside sports on 630 Chet. Very special guest here on the show. His name is uh, Dr. Jason Kindrachuk, and he is a Canada Research Chair for Emerging Viruses at the University of Manitoba. Jason, thanks for hopping on Inside Sports in Edmonton. How are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing good, Reed. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And, uh, man, I don't get to interview a lot of people in, in your position, but it, it's amazing <laughs> how uh, things have become relevant and there's crossover kind of from one show to the next. Uh, Jason, yeah, I, no, tell me about it. Yeah, I, I'm going to dive right in. You've seen what's happened over the last 24 hours with a lot of sports leagues and, and associations. Is, is this the right thing to do? Is this enough what leagues are doing by pausing or canceling events? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I sympathize, um, you know, first of all, with, uh, with fans of, uh, of the different uh, leagues that, that have called on cancellations, uh, because I am a fan, um, but also, uh, obviously, for, uh, for the people that, that make their livelihoods um, based on, uh, on, on sports and, and on entertainment, in particular at, at the different stadiums and arenas. Um, you know, I think we're at a point right now, and I was actually just looking at, at some data uh, coming out of Europe for the, the number of cases that are increasing for COVID-19. Um, this is something that I think, listen, we've, we've known for, you know, 11 weeks that, that the things, you know, were kind of trending this way. Um, we've, we've been trying to sound, I think, some alarm bells to say that, you know, we thought this potentially could be a pandemic, and obviously, as of yesterday, we know that it's been uh, characterized as one by WHO. Um, when you look at the, the cases out of Europe right now, it's, it's concerning, and I think I look at those tonight and say we we need to do what we can to get ahead of this. Um, I feel that this is the right move. Uh, I know people are going to disagree with me on that, but I think particularly uh, in in the big market centers where where we tend to see uh, you know cases now kind of uh, spiraling a little bit, um, we need to decrease 
the the amount of contact between between folks, and that that includes uh, both obviously fans as, as well as athletes. So in in Canada, like you, you mentioned, we got to try to get ahead of it. Are we getting ahead of it though, or is this still reactionary what we're doing? Yeah, you know, so you're asking the million dollar question, right? And uh, I, I've said this a number of times today. There's a few ways to look at this. Um, there's a little bit of, a, I think, the reality of the situation where we know that this virus has been circulating for, for a while, and, and I think we all kind of assumed as soon as we started testing for it, that's when we would actually see it. Um, but, but, you know, Nate, essentially we kind of believe that it's been uh, kind of percolating below the surface for a little while in, in North America. Um, I think what we're seeing right now is, is exactly that. The virus is, is spreading. We're, we're beyond the point of containment, at least in North America. Um, we don't have that option anymore. I think of uh, being able to, to stop uh, the, the, the spread um, completely, especially out of the, the different kind of seated areas that we've seen. What we can do, though, is we can still mitigate uh, the transmission. So we can try and slow that down, uh, you know, what, like we did with, with SARS in the early 2000s, um, to hopefully try and, and reduce the, the overall spread and, and honestly help the people that we know are most vulnerable to this disease. Yeah, man, it's it, it's scary to it's scary to think about it. and certainly we've seen some numbers in in other countries and I got to tell you Jason, when I see 107 cases in Canada, 23 in Alberta, uh four new cases today, I don't really have any context for is that a lot? Is that a significant yeah. increase in, in one day? I, maybe there isn't one, but that's kind of how like I can I can look at the numbers, but I I don't always know what they mean or how concerning they might be in Canada. Yeah, so where we get concerned is obviously, it, if you look at things from a day-to-day basis, it's a little bit misleading um, because I, I think you don't necessarily get to see the trends with how, how things are increasing. Is this something that's slowly increasing or is it a, a very steep increase? Um, so I think what we need to do is, is take a, maybe a bit of a step back and start to look at this from, you know, uh, you know, multi-days or, or across the span of even a, a week to see how the cases are increasing across different regions. And I think, you know, what, what we're looking at now is we're starting to see, obviously, uh, you know, initially it was primarily um, limited to B.C. and in Ontario. Now, obviously, Alberta is starting to see increasing cases. Manitoba uh, now has three presumptive cases as of today. Saskatchewan is one. Uh, what I think we're seeing now is, is what we expected to happen, where... Inevitably, it is going to spread across the country. It's a matter of how much it's going to spread and how many cases we're going to see. And I don't think any of us can predict that yet. Um, I think we're starting to take the measures necessary to try and stop it. Um, obviously, the, the university systems are, are talking about going to, uh, to different types of uh, uh, virtual classes and, and, uh, and systems to try and reduce that, that potential spread. Um, we don't know. We're in a little bit of uncharted territory here. So I, I think we're all learning. Um, but what I can tell all of you guys is there's a lot of us that, that are busting it kind of 24-7 trying to figure out what this thing is doing. Um, and that's across the globe. I, I, you know, I read part of the press release earlier, the statement from the NHL, and I, and I referenced it before you came on, that they, they yeah. want to present the Stanley Cup what yeah. form that might take, a shortened tournament or, or, or whatever. Is that, in your mind, realistic that in a, the matter of weeks, the NHL could say, okay, the players are fine, they can play, we can bring fans back in? Like, could that happen yeah. in a month, six weeks? 
So this is a great question, right? And obviously, what what we've seen with uh, with China at least was that they, you know, they got hit really, really hard, but they were able to get things, uh, you know, mitigated and contained, uh, you know, to the point now where basically they're they're seeing you know continual decreases in in cases on a daily basis. Now they they did some pretty drastic things to try and 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 curb the spread, um, and, and you know, and a lot of measures that that just will simply not fly. Uh, in North America and through Europe, so I think you know when we look at this, I see the I see the optimism in saying you know maybe we can do this in in six weeks time. Um, I think we still have to see exactly what's going to happen in North America, um, but I, I'm not quite planning on you know any any vacations or, or going to any events uh, in the, the the next couple of months. I think this is going to take some time uh, for us to uh, to, to curb the game. Listen, we, we can tell in 20% of patients whether or not they are sick because they'll show severe signs of disease. But about 80% of patients will have very mild symptoms of disease. And that makes it really difficult for us because how do you track a disease when, you know, you have so few people that actually show, um, you know, very kind of overt signs of, uh, of being ill. Um, that, that is kind of what we're up against, unfortunately. Yeah. Jason Kindrichuk joining us on Inside Sports Canada Research Chair, Emerging Viruses at the University of Manitoba. Really great information he's given us here on COVID-19, the coronavirus, and we're tying it into the world of sports. I'm going to throw a couple other ones here with you, Jason, and I know you're so busy, so thanks for being so generous with your time. Is Is a league like the Canadian Football League that has a smaller number of teams and doesn't cross any borders, is that different than the NHL where you have three quarters of the teams in the states and and a, and a quarter in 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 Canada because I've already had people text me in like hey Reed should we be worried about this CFL starting on time or or delay yeah. or anything like that well you know here's the question right so I think if we were if we were to go back a little bit uh, you know a few weeks when we didn't see many cases in in Canada and we we were seeing you know only you know kind of these steady in, steady increases in in the US uh, you know, maybe then we we could still get into a point of being able to, to try and, and limit the amount of uh, of uh, disease that we were seeing in in Canada, and we wouldn't have to maybe undergo these these drastic effects. Now I say all that, um, knowing that the ultimate answer is no. Where uh, the unfortunate side is the the virus is already here. Um, so you know, again, our our ability to contain the virus and stop it from spreading in Canada is we're kind of beyond that point. So now what we can do is, is still try and actually limit the amount of spread, um, but it's here. And, and that's my concern, I think, for, for the CFL, which I, I love, absolutely love the Canadian game. Um, the issue I, I still think is that even if we don't see transfer of, uh, you know, of teams going across the border, we, we have the virus in, in Canada. And, and that's the unfortunate fact is by the time you factor in people going through airports, um, you know, people coming back from, uh, you know, from uh, their, their different uh, off-season locations, especially if they're, uh, they're international. I, I just don't see how we're going to be able to, uh, to go ahead, at least in the foreseeable future, and, until we get a handle on, uh, on, on the spread of this virus. Wow. So basically, I mean, we're not going to have large gatherings. And I, I mean, are we talking... I mean, somebody texted me today, is West Edmonton Mall still open? Well, West Edmonton Mall is still open, but are we talking, you know, in and out of the supermarket, try not to go out for dinner, don't go to a movie? Like, is that the point we're at? 
you know, we're, we're probably not that far from it, right? And I guess I say that in the sense of thinking about the uh, maybe the more, uh, you know, major centers. So, um, you know, places, uh, you know, I'll reflect back to the U.S. where, you know, places like New York City, uh, Washington State or Seattle, where we're seeing quite a bit of spread. I think we're at that point. I think now we're kind of looking at larger gatherings and saying, okay, you know, a place of more than 50 people uh, is probably too many people. Um, so what is going to happen next? I don't quite know. And, and listen, we're, we're still trying to figure that out, uh, you know, even within our university of, you know, how many people constitute directly a, a large gathering and how big of a, a room does it need to be uh, for, for it to be big enough to, to handle people. Um, I don't know necessarily what to say, and, and I think the unfortunate side is we're we're still learning. We've seen some pretty drastic measures in Italy with you know complete quarantining of uh, you know millions of people. Um, I don't think we're going to get to that point here, but I also understand that uh, unfortunately science is also unpredictable, uh, and infectious diseases are unpredictable. So I really don't know what to, what to forecast for you on this. While we're talking here, Jason, the Alberta Junior Hockey League just tweeted out three minutes ago the AJHL playoffs had been postponed. That was one league that was going to try to keep going here. Uh, and Hockey Canada has called off all of its national championships until uh, until further notice. So, uh, so breaking yeah. sports news right here on the show. So one more for you, and yeah. you've probably been asked this 400 times. But how does this... How does this end? Does this end by hopefully sooner rather than later us saying, okay, looks like there aren't very many new cases and people are pretty healthy, or does this virus become part of the germ pool that's out there and yeah. something we're going to have to live with? So that you are asking the million-dollar question that, uh, that that we're all trying to figure out, right, is you know, what what is the trajectory for this thing, um, you know, over the, the coming months? Uh, you know, we, we look back at SARS um, from obviously 2002 through to 2004, and uh, obviously that virus hit pretty hard. It hit Toronto really hard, uh, not only in terms of public health, but also in terms of its economy. Um, but we were able to get it ultimately, uh, you know, some mitigation strategy and containment strategy to stop spread. The virus disappeared, and, and we haven't seen another SARS case since 2004. Um, our best hope with this virus is that we can get um, enough uh, of the transmission chain uh, stopped or halted so that essentially the virus has nowhere to go. And that means that we have to identify who's sick, get them isolated, uh, and, and essentially curb the, the ability of that virus to transmit. The worst case scenario, uh, I think, which is you know what we're all kind of trying to figure out, um, is whether or not if this virus goes around for a long enough period of time, does it, like you said, simply become something that is part of our kind of you know seasonal virus pool that that we face? We we have other coronaviruses that uh, that have uh, that have done that that cause uh, more cold-like illnesses in people. Um, this one possibly could do that if if we can't get it contained. Maybe it does become endemic in, in humans. Um, I don't think we're at that point yet. I think we still have an opportunity to try and get things curbed. But we're going to have to go through some, you know, uh, some definitive changes in the short term and some uncomfortable changes uh, to be able to to get this thing uh, handled. And, and and that's you know, it's all about our long term. Um, so you know, I, I again, I sympathize with with everybody across the board on this. We're going through it in in our own household with trying to figure things out. Um, but we just need to get uh, get things handled as quickly as possible. 
Okay. Well, Jason, thanks for your perspective and thanks for, for tying it into uh, what we're seeing in the sports world as well. Uh, I'm sure you're going to be uh, on this station and others in, in the weeks to come. We really appreciate the update. Oh, absolutely. Thank, thanks so much for having me on tonight, Reid. That is Dr. Jason Kindrachuk checking in from the University of Manitoba, where he's a Canada Research Chair in Emerging Viruses. And uh, what did he say? When I asked him about, are we going to see a Stanley Cup presented, he said, well, maybe in six weeks' time, maybe. But he said uh, he is not planning on any vacations or big events in the next couple of months. And I would think if this stretched into the middle of May, the NHL would, would call it off if players have been sitting around for a couple of months not doing anything. Okay, well, that's an eye-opener. This is Serious Business, Inside Sports on 630 Chet. We're coming right back. tonight tom rennie ceo of hockey canada scott smith president and coo with a statement on the coronavirus pandemic part of this saying uh the hockey canada board of directors has made the decision to cancel all hockey canada sanctioned activities including our national championships until further notice uh well it says effective friday 13th but basically immediately of course if you've missed it somehow the nhl on pause ahl whl all the major junior leagues nba suspended ncaa canceling all the tournaments brendan escott is the producer of oilers now here on 630 chad also does uh broadcasting for the short park crusaders in the uh aj so it looks like uh, looks like that's it, it here brendan for the ajhl season yeah, I can read you the quote from the league right here, Reed. It says, without question, this is an unprecedented period of difficulty for the sports world, the health and safety of all participants in sports, including players, coaches, staff, officials, friends, family, is of utmost importance to Hockey Canada. So same story we've been getting right across the board, Reed. But, you know, it's uh, the second round of the playoffs. They were ready to drop the puck tomorrow night on that. And there were some great matchups. And now everything just follows suits like they did up in the pros. It's a, it's a trying time for sure. Okay. Well, yeah, and it's uh, look, and obviously we we are we're doing a sports show here, so we, we know the bigger context is is human health and safety. But it is uh, it, it does make me feel bad for for the twenty year olds who played their final game without knowing it was going to be their final game. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And and these guys work so hard, whether it's to just take the next step at the NCAA level or or maybe next year, you know, try and open some of those similar doors and to have that cut short for any of these players, let alone, uh, you know, for the 20-year-olds. These guys are they're trying to take the next step and to have that ripped away from them at, at such a critical juncture of the season. You know, they put all the work in from from the off season through training camp in September. And, 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 you know, you look at the Crusaders in particular, an absolutely excellent historic run they've gone on. And now to see it might all be for naught. So that's, that's heartbreaking is an absolute understatement. Okay. Uh, man, we, we don't have, we're not going to have a lot of hockey left. You uh, sports. I'm just checking. I, I haven't heard anything about the Allen cup and you know, I have a special attachment to that 
tournament despite how it frustrates me sometimes i'm gonna have to look into that into that too but well that would be a hockey canada event actually yeah exactly so that, and that, I, 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 that was the governing force that uh, even though brought yeah. the gauntlet down on on the aj so i don't see why it would be different there yeah okay well i'll have to look into that uh, as well or get some reaction as we move along over the next couple of days brendan thanks for hopping on with this uh breaking story about the ajhl yeah i appreciate the time reed thanks Okay, that's Brendan Escott, who uh, covers the Sherwood Park Crusaders and, of course, works on Oilers now here on 630 Chet. So Hockey Canada basically shutting down all their championships, and uh, the AJHL is uh, done here mid-playoffs. Back out with the 7 o'clock news. More Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.